This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> is the quarterfinals free from, I don't know how to explain this episode title. Welcome. <laughs> free from week. This is the first time they've done this. Something like this. They have had bakes in the past where, you know, they have to do it with an alternative type of flour that's, you know, rather than um, that's gluten-free or where they've had to do, I don't know if they've had a dairy-free puff pastry before. So, you know, throughout the years, they have sprinkled in occasionally some recipes where you have to use substitutes. But this week, every recipe is based on Basically, the absence of something, the absence that's, of a probably what you would say typical ingredient in the baking ingredient. world. Yeah. Yes, has been replaced by so, so it's. <laughs> I would call this substitute week. Substitute week, and when it was when I was reading the title, when we were you know when I was getting ready to watch this episode, I was like free form, free from. I did not understand until they got going. And then I was like, oh, free from a free form week would be way more fun. Dairy. I know they should they should make that. But my first thought, my first note on this is, oh, my God, Freya must be so mad (laughs) right now that she's not here. Where is Freya when you need her? She was born for this week. She was, and I really wanted to see her kick it in this episode, but here we are. You know are. how they do the holiday specials? I hope they bring Freya back. I really she hope so, She deserves to come back and fly her vegan flag. She really does love mm-hmm. Freya. Freya, you really deserved to be in this Freya, week. if you're listening, which we know you are. We were sad that you were not here. Call us. Let's talk. Okay. Yes. Um, also, Hulk Paul in the opening not that sure how I, <laughs> I didn't like the that. The openings just get progressively more odd. So here's the thing though, is that I feel like they really ping pong back and forth between odd and not odd. Yeah. And that's I wonder true. if it's the difference between like Matt writing them and Noel writing them. Yeah, that's true. I do want to call out from German week when they opened up when I call it like a Euro band. Someone was like, um, hello, it's a German band. I was like, oh, got it. It was so it's it was a, like a specific band. A very specific, too, yeah. So which I have I, now since forgotten. I of course don't know the name and I apologize, but it is a nod to a German. A German band. thing, not just yes. Europe as a continent. Yeah. Correct. Okay. My other note is that we have some new glasses for Chigs. And they're not my favorite. I liked the ones better from last week personally. Mm-hmm. Giuseppe with a headband. I love that they're using that more. Like, let's start every episode with Giuseppe placing his headband because it's right. very like. I know. It's kind of like Karate Kid where they just put on is. the bandana and like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, every, it's totally the Karate Kid bandana. It's like the beginning a montage of everything where they're like, you know, tightening the whatever suiting and up, lacing tightening up, the, up. Yeah. He's suiting up. Jurgen's putting on his polo. Jurgen has his sweater and polo or his, his sweatshirt. His, so here's the other thing I noticed. I feel like Jurgen has gotten more casual every week and Christelle has gotten more formal. Yeah, she's gotten more polished. Yeah, Christelle was wearing this like puff sleeve denim dress that was pretty short. And I was just thinking like, it was, she looked great. And I was, but I also was like, this is not an outfit I would bake in. You yeah, have to do so much of, bending. God, there's so much it's bending. And yeah, I, I wonder about that. Of Also, I wonder about the temperatures in there. I know there's some weeks when it's really hot. And I still do not understand how she can wear her hair down. I don't get it. Yeah. It, like she I does would... put it up while she's baking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, Lizzie's dress is amazing. So many outfit <sighs> notes this week. So many. 
her. So in the intro, I'm like, her dress is amazing. And I still have no idea what she's saying. Oh my she's gosh. Like she introducing was introducing some concept. I'm like, it, w- it was so funny. Cause my mom, my mom and I talk about this show, this show and my mom watches it too, along like with the, she keeps up with the current episodes and she goes, Oh gosh, I just love Lizzie. But, and she hasn't listened to our podcast, obviously, but she looks at me and she goes, I just don't understand what she's saying. <laughs> I'm like, nobody does, mom. You're nobody okay. Does, Diane. I was like, <laughs> I have to turn on the captions to understand it. She's like, oh, you can do that? And I was like, yes. Oh, let's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what she's saying. Okay. And then Prue has a monochrome look going like a black and white and red look. It looks really good. Very classy. So the signature this week, as we said, every challenge has is a substitute for something. And this one is dairy-free. They're doing dairy-free ice cream sandwiches. It has to be between two biscuits, which as we know is the British word for like a solid cookie. Cookie. They have three hours. So that's not a lot of time to make ice cream. I don't know if anyone is out there who has ever made their own ice cream, but ice cream takes a long time to make. It takes a long time. Ice cream sandwiches. I've made ice cream sandwiches before. They take a long time to make because as we'll see in this challenge, there's several freezing steps along the way. So like the goal, the thing here is you have to get your ice cream started immediately because it has to get in the churning ice cream machine thing. And then you have to refreeze it into shape. Like you can't just take it directly out of the, the ice cream churner. No, it'll be all over the place. Yeah. And they want the uniform, very polished cookie or ice cream sandwich look. Exactly. I was a little surprised. We'll get into what everybody made, but when I've done ice cream sandwiches in the past, I've done it. It's like a, in like a tray. So basically you make like, you use like a um, casserole dish and you do cookies, like a, almost like a cake, like a thin, really cakey cookie. And then you spread all the ice cream in a single layer out. on. So like, you have like got it. And then you cut after the fact. And then you freeze it. And then you cut them into the bars after Mm -hmm. the fact. Okay. But maybe in the UK, they don't really have like those bar cookies as much, or maybe they were like, that's not a biscuit because it's not really a biscuit. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Lizzie is making an almond praline and vanilla ice cream cookie or vanilla ice cream. Sorry. Almond praline and vanilla ice cream with dark chocolate biscuits, like super dark chocolate, like black chocolate. Giuseppe is doing ginger and maple syrup cookies and then his an orange ice cream made with tofu. So he's using blended tofu to get that like creaminess. Yeah. So when he said tofu and soy milk. I kind of grossed out. I was like, this is going to be disgusting. Because he's like, yeah, and it's also going to be fat-free. And they all kind of raise their eyebrows. They're like, mm, okay. no, We didn't ask for fat-free. Don't, <laughs> don't do that to us. Yeah, let's please not. Like, the creamy tofu thing, I see that used in smoothies a lot. I'm like sitting here thinking, tofu's not going to freeze. Or it will freeze, but it's like, it's not going to like, it's not going to maintain that creaminess when it's frozen, to be determined. Chiggs is doing a tropical delight. Just like Chiggs, who is also a tropical delight. Pistachios. I love him so much. (laughs) He's doing a pistachio and cardamom biscuits with a mango, lime, and coconut ice cream. Jurgen is doing macarons, which, as we have determined, right, are different than macaroons. Macaroons are like coconut cookies, and macarons are those little French sandwich cookies. He's doing macarons because they're naturally dairy free, they're like just whipped egg whites. And he's doing with pistachio and sorry, pistachio and almond macarons with ginger ice cream. He also reveals that he has a hobby of testing all the ice cream parlors in Germany. Yeah. He's where like, he gets I just, banana I, ice cream like a serial killer. <laughs> I I test serial all killer the behavior, ice cream parlors. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so great. It's and they're like, who has ever in their life had banana ice cream, let alone no. 
at never multiple really even, times. Never no. even thought to get a banana ice cream. Absolutely and not. That would probably be the last on my list. But Jurgen is like, yeah, I, I test all the ice cream parlors. Yeah. And Paul is like, is it, was this like an actual job that you were like paid to do? Because he really made it right. sound like it was a job. He's like, no, it's just you know, my hobby. Just my internal one, he says. <laughs> just my internal one. Okay, Jurgen, you just... Yeah, I want a list of his hobbies because yeah. they all are so fascinating. It's just the best. Yes. The and best. then Cristal is making a cashew milk and coffee ice cream with tahini and miso biscuits. She's obsessed with miso. Obsessed with miso. Which like, it's a, it's a very interesting ingredient. I'll give mm-hmm. her that. It's very mm-hmm. complex. It's very versatile. But like every week now, it seems she brings yeah. in the miso. Okay. So right off the bat, Jurgen is struggling with his macaron batter. It's not cooling fast enough for him to pipe it into little macaron shapes. He ends up really struggling with that. To like macarons, they are this very specific process where you have this basically a type of meringue. You pipe it into a circle, then you let it rest so that it develops sort of a skin. And then as it bakes, it rises instead of like smooshes because of the skin, like kind of keeps it all compacted together. And his does not end up developing the skin. So it just doesn't ever really, it doesn't create the correct shape. And then they go over to talk to Lizzie. And my favorite thing about Lizzie is that she like really does not care about Paul's opinion at all. No, she doesn't. And I love it. Who cares about what Paul thinks? Oh my gosh. She just literally does not GAF at all. And we, can we just, I don't know if we actually acknowledged from the get-go but she has a dog named Prue. That's how much she loves yes. the show. Yes. Amazing. I want a dog named Prue. Well, the other thing that I, I just want to call it too is when we say that we can't understand what she's saying, I don't want that to ever come across like we're making fun of her because, you know, Americans have the worst accent ever. So really, we are the worst. But I, I yeah, just I truly just can't understand her I can't accent. understand her accent. It's, and It's not an um, accent I'm familiar with. Correct. And I feel like her phrasing and some of the... Th- yeah. I'm not familiar. So I'm just sitting there like, yeah, so it's really hard. Fascinated by her. Fascinated. And I love, I just want to call it, I love when she says, ta. I mean, it's like, I I wonder if that's just a way of her being like, great. I wonder if that's like how they say great. Cause she always goes, ta. (laughs) She's the greatest. She's so cute. I love her. Okay. So as they go into judging, they'd start with Lizzie. Hers are a little uneven. They're a little too big, but they love the texture. The flavors and the consistency are good. It's just messy, which is Lizzie. She does pretty well. Chiggs's are beautiful, professional looking, good texture, but overall his flavors are kind of lacking. He does okay. If they could combine, I made a note that if they combine, if we combined a Lizzie and Chiggs, it would be out of the park, like knocking, knock it out of a the park. Because Liggs, if you will. A Liggs. Liggy. Liggsy. Liggsy. Because they always note that Lizzie's flavors are so good, but she's not neat. And then Chiggs is neat as a pin, but his flavors didn't deliver. And that's totally. kind of sometimes the pattern that they both have is Chiggs flavors are Great always. Great observation, Joy. Thank you. Need to combine them. Jurgen. So we talked about his macarons didn't really turn out, but his flavors are great. Despite his flops of a macaron, he does pretty well. Cristal's look great, good flavors. They're interesting. She does great. At this point, why is she always so shocked when she does well? I know. <laughs> she's always like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I, it. She looks like she's won the lottery every time. Like, oh, this was completely unexpected. And it's like, Cristal, you've done really well this whole time. Please stop doing that. It bothers me. There was someone else like years ago and I can see her in my, in my eye. I can see her in my mind and I can't remember her name. And she like went on to go to the final. 
Yeah, was it the cute girl with the curly hair? Yeah, she was like tall. And yep. What the heck was her name? Yeah, I can't remember. I know. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll Google it's it like while a, you're talking. Okay. Gosh, it's right there. It's like it's like an older, an old-fashioned name, and it was like one or two syllables, which doesn't narrow it down at all. Anyway, and she every single time was like absolutely flabbergasted and just had no and like cried all the time because she thought she was doing so badly. And then she ended up going to the final. Ruby. Ruby. Yes. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she made me crazy. So really in this challenge. Oh, wait, I skipped Giuseppe. Giuseppe has consistent shapes, but they're not very creamy. The tofu, the frozen tofu, in fact, does not pan out for him. Good flavor, good texture on the biscuit. He does really well, despite the he fact does that really the tofu well. like, leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah, but I think um, they actually were critical at first, and then I think Prue actually liked it. One of them liked it. It was either Paul or Prue. They they were kind of like on the fence, and then they go, this actually tastes pretty good. Yeah, like Now that I get into it, it's fine. Everyone does pretty well in this challenge. I would say Christelle and Giuseppe are at the top, and probably Lizzie and Chiggs at the bottom. But like no one flopped. It actually went pretty well. I think what could have gone wrong in this challenge, like I was saying, was the ice cream situation. Like, I'm surprised that everyone really did well with like a totally firm frozen ice cream. I definitely was expecting at least one person to end up just serving like soup ice cream in between their biscuits, but it worked out. So now it's time for the technical, which is eight identical vegan sausage rolls. They are looking for a crisp golden vegan rough puff around mushroom and walnut filling with a caramelized red onion chutney. So something you guys should know about me is that I have opinions about vegan replacements for things. And my opinion is that if you're going to be a vegan, your life should not be made up of nothing but vegan substitutes. And if you're a vegan out there, you're probably being like, but Claire, it's not, you know, it's not realistic. I just, I spent the last several years of my life working in the natural foods industry. And I just saw so many people who were like, yeah, I'm a vegan. And all they ate were were like vegan substitutes, like plant-based substitutes for things. It just bothers me. So- because there's something about, is it about the fact that it tastes like it's it tastes just so like, much? Listen, if you are taking, whether it's a health stance or a like environmental stance about being a vegan, which I feel like those are the top two reasons, doing nothing but eating replacements typically is not that much more healthy. And it's definitely not better for the earth to do nothing but eat like synthetic replacements for things. So the vegan rough puff with the vegan butter, I'm kind of like on the fence about. But you know what? I just needed you guys to know that. <laughs> you just need to know your feelings. Neither here nor there. <laughs> but I needed you to know that I have this. But I, I do like the mushroom walnut filling. And it has miso. I can talk, though, about last week's technical first. So I made the caramel biscuit bars, which is, you know, the don't call it a Twix, homemade Twix. They were okay. Here, my first note was that the recipe online, and sometimes people will text me or like not text, will message me and be like, hey, Claire, can you send me the recipe thinking that I have like an inside scoop on where to get these recipes? They're all on the Bake Off website. You can literally just Google like Paul Hollywood technical bake recipe and they all come up. Yeah, we're not like in constant contact yeah. with the uh, creators Paul of does the not, show. Paul does not like FaceTime me. I'm like, all right, Claire, here's what you're going to do. I wish if only. So you can get them all online. This recipe, I again made it with my friend, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. The amount of dough that you make for the biscuits, the whole recipe felt like it was not even close to enough. The biscuit dough was so, had to be spread so thin to get oh. across the bottom of the of the loaf pan. The caramel barely had enough. The chocolate, I ended up just doing way more because I could already tell it wasn't going to be enough. Like, So that felt weird because I thought as I was making it, I was like, there's no way I can get this thick shortbread layer. It was so, so, so thin. And and shortbread doesn't have a rising agent, right? Like it doesn't have baking powder or anything in it. 
So it doesn't really rise. It rises a little bit in the in the oven because of the butter, but not that much. That was my note is that as I was making this, I felt like I was not set up for success. So the shortbread was really thin. I ended up only making five because I didn't have enough caramel. I used all the chocolate on just those five and it was fine. Again, the caramel, it took me two tries. I think like I'm always amazed that these guys in the tent can make caramel on the first try. I wonder if the recipe was wrong because that's really bizarre that you felt like you were working with nothing. (laughs) I know it was weird. In the end, I kind of rushed the last step. I could have let the chocolate cool a little bit more. And so they ended up just sort of looking like very slippery. And then I just ate them right away and I didn't wait for them to chill. And then like, I didn't eat all of them. And I came back later the day, in that in the day and the, after the chocolate had hardened, I was like, oh, this is what they're supposed to look like. But my overall opinion was that they were way too sweet. They were, it was very, very sweet. The caramel was you're supposed to use liquid glucose. I used corn syrup because liquid glucose is not like as available in the US. And it just was so sweet. I would not make it again. This was definitely not my favorite technical bake. How did they was, compare it to an actual Twix? They were sweeter than an actual Twix. Really? Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I did not like it. Mm-mm. You know, it was fine. I would say um, I definitely uh, developed an appreciation for what Paul had said. That, like, this is a simple recipe, so don't mess it up. Where each component had to be perfectly executed in order for it to work out. So that was kind of what I took away of like, oh, yeah you really had to have the exact right consistency on your shortbread. Otherwise it was going to break. You had to have the exact right consistency on your caramel. Otherwise it wasn't going to sit and pipe. You had to have the exact right consistency on your chocolate. Otherwise it was just going to you know, slide right off. I feel like I got the experience, the technical bake experience. And like, this was definitely probably my least favorite bake so far. Oh, well. So for this week, I, despite my, my moral objections to vegan butter, that's a strong statement. Despite my... <laughs> Despite the vegans my are res- coming after you. my resistance to using vegan butter. I will probably make this one. The filling sounds really good. Even though when they showed it, my note was like, even the examples look awful. Like, the yeah, taste. the examples like kind of looked gross because like there's no fat in there to sort no. of create that. And so they just look really dry. So that will be my, my task will be not making it dry. And I wonder if that's why they served it with a chutney. Cause they knew like, it's going to be a little bit dry. My other note here is Jurgen is like, I've never made rough puff. We've talked about this, Jurgen. There are a handful of things you need to know how to do to be in the tent. And making rough puff is definitely one of them. Yes. Yes. I mean, rough puff is basically just pie crust. Yeah. That you have like done. How has he not? Yeah. How is he not? Maybe he always makes full puff pastry because he's Jurgen. Yeah. Because he's Jurgen. This is not precise enough. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have enough numbers to crunch. Yeah. I love him. And then Jurgen's fall to the ground. Yeah, he as does like him as he's taking oven. him out to turn. He's take. Yeah. I think he was taking him out to turn him around, and, and they fall just off the tray all and fall land off the, the tray, land on the floor. And his comment is, "This is bad." <laughs> I think that's the most emotion we see from yeah. him in the entire. And then season. he just serves them, which yeah, someone he just was like, picks them back up. Someone sent us a DM, and they're like, "Let's talk about how he served them after they all fell on the floor." This is my controversial opinion, guys. You can eat food that's been on the floor unless yeah. you're in like a mall. Right. Food court. Like, right. I. 10 second rule, three second rule. I would rule. give it like a. If Minute. you're in your home. Yeah. Unless like it falls into a pile of dog hair. Ugh. And even <laughs> yeah. then, like you could take right. and pick right. one off. Even then, I'm probably like, eating a lot of dog physically hair. physically soiled. Right. <laughs> I just feel like food on the floor is fair game. And it's... I think you could argue that this tent is a public area. Right. And we don't know who all walks through there. But. Right. I have to imagine that like they vacuum it a lot. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Keep the floors pretty clean. 
And it's kind of just Jurgen who's been standing there. So mm-hmm, that's my mm-hmm. opinion is like yeah. eat stuff that's fallen on the floor if you yeah. know who's been on your floor. Let's normalize that. Okay, great. Normalize it. <laughs> We'll just go through the order. So in last place this week is Christelle. Her flavor is good, but she doesn't have a lot of lamination. And her chutney is like extremely spicy. And they really can't handle it. <laughs> um, yeah, second from last, Paul actually, actually coughs. Paul coughs. And so does Christelle. They make her try it. And yeah, she's, she's like, like, she's like, it's pretty, spice, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Second from last is Jurgen. His are bit, they say they're big and clumsy, which is so not Jurgen. They're a good color, a bit dry, but he doesn't, they're just not, they don't look the way they need to look. Lizzie is um, right in the middle. Hers are overbaked a little bit, but they have a good flakiness. Giuseppe comes in second. His seal is too big and they're flat, but they're a good flavor. And then Chigs comes in first. They The first same thing they say about Chigs is when they look at them is that there's not enough glaze, but he has a good balance of flavor. His chutney is good. They, they're flaky. Yeah. So Chigs comes in first. Good job, Chigs. But Again, no one totally nailed this one. Yeah. And they made a comment when they were kind of reviewing the bake before they did the judging. And they were like, yeah, we think Giuseppe is the one to beat. Prue makes a comment that Lizzie is just determined to not be neat. So they're really getting on Lizzie about her neatness, which that has never been. Okay. It's never been her thing. And never been keep- her thing. And I have a rant to go on here in a minute about neatness and, yeah. neuro- to- and neurodiversity. Yes. Okay, so coming out of the technical, I'm thinking Lizzie's at the bottom, maybe Jurgen even, because he didn't nail his macarons in the first challenge. He's second from last in the technical, so who knows? And then Paul also says Christelle is at the bottom, but I don't see that. I think she's doing fine. Chill out, Paul. Maybe this is why Christelle has a complex. Yeah, because Paul. Paul is so right. hard on her. And then Giuseppe mm-hmm. obviously is at the top. So the showstopper is a gluten-free celebration cake with two tiers, at least two tiers. They have four hours. This is going to be pretty straightforward. Gluten-free cake at this point, gluten-free baking is a well-tread path. And it's kind of just up to like, the thing about gluten is that it's the protein that holds your grain, your structure together. So you do have, I think that's why they made this two tiers was because that would make it like you have to have like a, your cake has to have a shape. You can't just do like a really flat flourless type of cake. So I think that kind of adds an element to it. But overall, I feel like they're not going to struggle too much with this bake. And I'm also keeping an eye out for anyone who's going to go too simple. Mm -hmm. So Christelle's is dedicated to her grandma in true Christelle fashion. True It is a cascading dress. And she's really going to get a chance to showcase her piping work here. She knows her strengths and she is playing to them. It's coconut, walnut, and cardamom flavors, and she's using rice flour. Giuseppe is doing a black forest cake using whipped egg whites. That's like kind of his binding agent. Chiggs is doing a gluten-free red velvet with a chocolate collar. Jurgen is over here doing three tiers with nine total sponges. He's doing each tier is a three-layer tier with a white chocolate, milk chocolate, and dark chocolate layer. And then also ganache and buttercream. Like, okay, can he pull it off this week? He pulled it off last week. Let's see what happens. Lizzie is doing a cake to celebrate her differences. And she's like, she has, she tells us, that she has ADHD and dyslexia. She wants this cake to like represent what it feels like in her brain. And Which I think this, is brilliant. The second she started talking yes. about special education needs, I was like, oh, Lizzie is telling us this now. I love how she's just been holding on to this and she's like dropping the mic and Paul and Prue kind of look at her like, oh, we have been really hard on her. 
So this is my thing, Rao, that there that she she has no obligation to reveal this to international television. When she does, it's like, okay, at this point, it maybe it clarifies some things about her tendencies away from weirdness. Right. Mm-hmm. That then makes me think, okay, you know, this like super neat as a pin standard of that's something that doesn't like her brain is not working that way. It's not pointing her in the direction of a right. Christelle. You know, she right. has a different way of going about things. And right. so yeah, it's like the so that comment that Prue made of like Lizzie is determined to not be neat. It was like she's not doing this as like an FU Prue, maybe a little bit as an FU Paul. Yeah. But she just like, it made me have a lot of, I don't want to say compassion for empathy because that makes for Lizzie, because it makes it sound like, oh, I like feel bad for her. Right. Which I don't. No, no. But not it did just illuminate her process. Yes. The whole time, Lizzie, throughout this entire show, I've just been like, in my mind thinking, just let Lizzie be Lizzie. Why are they trying to put her in a box and put her in this like, it has to be. And I get it. This is when we kind of go to the the place of, well, baking has this standard to, and you, you have, have to, to have fit like in. a rubric to kind yeah. of like, you can't like create different standards right. for everyone if you're in a competition. I exactly. Yeah. And so I get that, but I've also just been like, ah, but that's Lizzie. So the fact that she has kept this close to the vest and like you said, she never has an obligation to share that with anybody, but now she's kind of saying, this is what I want to showcase and I love it. And they judge her last, but let me just give you the spoiler for for Lizzie is that it actually comes out looking unbelievable. 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 She uses this really cool like piping tip Race that looks like a shag carpet. And, oh, it looks yeah. almost like very Dr. Susie. Oh, like, so cool. It's so cool. And it gives you, I feel like it proved to me that like she can do it if you let her define what the end yes, result should look like. Totally. And like she has the ability to have this artistic vision that they feel like she was missing, but just not within the exact same rubric mm-hmm. as everyone else. Yep. So I loved it. I loved, loved, loved that she chose that time that I moment do too. Oh. to be like. This is what it looks like inside my brain. Yeah. And it is actually beautiful in its own way. It just isn't beautiful the way that everyone else's is beautiful. Way to go, Lizzie. So everyone else. So, okay. Everyone else, I guess we can talk about them. Christelle's, they love the look. It's a good texture. Very nutty and moist. And those are their words, guys. I'm just repeating. They did say moist and I agree. And nutty. Nutty and moist <laughs> together <laughs> in one sentence. She does great. Giuseppe, Prue thinks it looks good. Paul isn't quite sure. The sto- the sponge is a little stodgy. He actually doesn't do great. They're underwhelmed. underwhelmed, they say. Underwhelmed. Paul says, I expected better from you. Yeah. Oof. Not mad. Just Ugh. disappointed. Just know you could do better. Chigs looks good. It kind of matches Prue's outfit. It's like red, black, and white. Mm-hmm. It has good layers. It's delicious. Spot on. Great sponge. He does great. So now I'm thinking like, has Chigs overtaken Giuseppe? Maybe. Maybe. Jurgen. He pulled it off. Pulls off this huge cake. It looks really good. The layers are great. Amazing flavors. He does great. It looks so good. Looks so cool. Yeah. He's like, I'm making this for my wife because she loves chocolate. I'm like, of course you are. This is like the equivalent of like when you go on um, Extreme Home Makeover and you're like, I like horses. And they're like, we made you a horse to live in. This is, it's like, you're like, you're going to love chocolate. He's like, I will make you a nine and three tier cake with every type of chocolate. You can just take a dive into this cake. Dive right in. And then like we said with Lizzie, it looks so good. The pineapple flavor is a little too strong, but the rest of the flavors are pretty good. She does really well. They call it exquisite finesse. This is going to be a hard week to decide who's going home. I was like on pins and needles because I'm I'm thinking, oh, of course, Giuseppe, Jurgen, Chigs are probably at the top. 
Lizzie and Christelle are head to head. I was really hoping that they would just let them all stay and give them another week. I was praying for Honestly, that. Honestly, and you know, we've talked about how they have to judge by that week, but ultimately Paul does make the comment they need to judge them generally, look at generally, look at them generally as bakers and see who deserves it. And I'm like, okay, that makes me think that they're leaning towards Lizzie because even though she did have an, a really good week and an amazing showstopper, she really showed up this week and she's continued to get better throughout the last several weeks. At the end of the day, if you look at her like body of work as a whole, she is not at the level of a lot of the other bakers who are still in the tent. That, you know, we've been talking about for a couple of weeks, like this is probably going to be her week to go home. But I'm feeling like if you truly just judge them on this week, she's right in the mix with everyone. So Star Baker this week ends up being Chiggs, which is great. So great. So happy for him. And I think Chiggs just, you know, overtook Giuseppe in the final or in the showstopper. Yeah, he really did. Mm hmm. And then, unfortunately, Lizzie does go home. You know, my note that I made and how I feel is it's her time. But she Mm -hmm. did really great this week. She did so well. And her comment was, I'm really excited to go home and walk my dog. And I was like, I feel you, Lizzie. Feel ya. I really just want to be friends with Lizzie. 1,000%. God, love her. Love her. Um, And then at the very end, right before they cut away, they show Jurgen reacting to being in the semifinal. And he is so excited. He's like giddy with excitement. And I'm just like, I love Jurgen. I just oh, wanted to end so, on the like giddy Jurgen face. Yeah, he's just the best. So here we are. We are in yes. the is it the semifinals? Semifinals. Yeah, semifinals. Crazy. And four bakers left. We're down to Giuseppe, <sighs> Jurgen, Chiggs, and Christelle. It's anyone's game, I feel it's like. It's anyone's game. I feel like it is. I mean, I will be surprised uh, still. If Giuseppe and Jurgen are not both in the final, and then I think Christelle and Chiggs can go head to head. But who knows? I could also totally see an upset where depending really on could. the week, Giuseppe or Jurgen goes home. Yep. I will be surprised if neither Giuseppe nor Jurgen. I mean, we only have one more week to go. So like they can't send them both home. Mm-hmm. But it's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. It's really exciting. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us on another week of this super fun podcast. Only two more weeks to go. Please share us with a friend. Share us on your Instagram. Please feel free to leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. And we will talk to you next week. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake. We're never going to get it together. <laughs> <laughs>